I remember uh, some years ago, I attended a presentation at the Adler Planetarium in Chicago. It was entitled, The Star of Wonder. And the planetarium has a big domed theater, and you recline your seat, and you watch the ceiling, you watch the stars. As the narrator recreated the historical Mesopotamian, the historical Mideastern sky, it was oriented towards what the Magi might have seen at the time of Jesus' birth. And like most things at the planetarium, it was imaginative and awe-inspiring. It was a great presentation. The idea of a star signaling the birth of a great person or a king was popular in the ancient world over the centuries. Various explanations have been offered as to what the star was that guided the Magi. Was it a comet, maybe Halley's Comet, or a star exploding, a nova or a supernova? Or was it the conjunction of two planets, Jupiter and Saturn? That's actually a phenomenon that we witnessed uh, somewhat recently, and it got quite a bit of press. On December 21st, for the first time in 800 years, Jupiter and Saturn converged, crossed each other, and it gives the appearance of forming one bright star. Some astronomers historically have theorized that this might have been the star of wonder, the Christmas star, or the star of Bethlehem. Of course, there are shortcomings to these natural explanation of the star in Matthew's gospel that led the Magi. You see, it comes to rest over a place where the child Jesus was. And we know that the Magi came from the east to Jerusalem and then were instructed to go south to Bethlehem. This is something that not ordinarily, ordinary stars do. They don't make sharp left-hand turns, and they don't stop in place and hover. So while some actual stellar event might have initially led the Magi in search of the king, Matthew is telling us that God intervened in some extraordinary supernatural way, providing this guide for the Magi who were led to Jesus Christ. There's nothing normal or natural about the star phenomenon in Matthew's Gospel. The biblical story, on the other hand, is intended to convey a theological truth rather than a historical or astronomical one. And the good news is that truth is alive and well today. That Christ, the light of God, is given to all people of goodwill. Christ is the light to all nations. Thankfully, God continues to send all of us stars, guiding lights for our faith journey. 
those people in our lives who radiate goodness and kindness, women and men of faith whose love shines brightly and leads us closer to Jesus. Hopefully, a person or two pops immediately into your mind. It's certainly worthy of some additional reflection, those people that lead us, guide us closer to Jesus. It might be someone as prominent as Pope Francis or simply another family member or a friend. But who are the people who provide us with direction, challenge us, and bring us joy? We have so many stars in our modern world today, movie stars, rock stars, social media stars. But what about the stars of our Catholic Church? The Magi looked up to the stars in heaven for guidance or a light to lead them through the darkness. And we can do the same. We can look to the celestial, the heavenly, the holy, the saintly. The saints of our church are our radiant superstars who can inspire us, intercede for us, and be our guiding light. There are so many amazing demonstrations of charity and sacrifice and peacefulness for the saints who have gone before us. As the shining star of our faith, they can lead us and guide us on our own quest for holy truth. Our saints can lead us towards a fuller, more meaningful relationship with Jesus. The Magi also consulted sacred scripture for guidance. They were astrologers who studied the stars, but they were also searchers on a quest for wisdom and truth. They moved outside their comfort zone. They probed, they inquired, they asked questions. They searched with eyes of faith, asking Herod and the chief priests and the scribes, where is the newborn king to be born? As wise and knowledgeable as the Magi were, They could only find the answer in scripture. From the Old Testament prophet Micah, and you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, from you shall come a ruler to shepherd my people. It is why we read from these ancient passages in the Bible at every mass. So we can look backwards to gain understanding of how to apply God's word to our everyday life. The Magi did, and it pointed towards Bethlehem, pointed them towards Jesus. When we study the scripture, when we open the Bible, we open the door for God to come to us. That's why before we proclaim every gospel, we say, the Lord be with you, and indeed, he is. The gospel, the good news, can be our starlight which guides and leads us all closer to Christ. The word epiphany comes from the Greek and it means manifestation or revelation. Jesus Christ revealing himself to the entire world. The magi, these wise men who were from a distant land, 
were not the chosen people of Israel, but they represent all who are co-heirs in the promise of Christ. And what do the Magi do when this divine mystery is revealed to them? They prostrate themselves. They do homage and bring gifts. Every time we attend Mass can be another epiphany for us. When Jesus is revealed to us in the Eucharist, we, like the Magi, show Jesus great reverence when we kneel before his real presence in the Blessed Sacrament, when we profoundly bow, when we hold out our hands to receive him. It is the same God we receive who the Magi fell down and worshiped. This is no ordinary light. The marvelous works of God continue to shine in the midst of our surrounding darkness. The manifestation and the revelation of Jesus is ongoing. The gift giving and the flow of love is continuous. As we reflect on the epiphany this week, let's pray to be inspired by the Magi and wisely seek out those bright stars God sends into our lives. Let's wisely take some time with scripture so it can be our guiding light. And let's wisely offer the gifts of our hearts in praise and thanksgiving to God for the abundant blessings he showers upon us.